Welcome back to The Dad Chronicle. I'm your host, I'm Alex Albisu. This is episode 48. As always, you can go back and listen to other stories of fatherhood by visiting thedadchronicle.com. Today, we have another fellow tadpooler here with us today. This is Keith. Keith, say hi to the nice folks at home. Hello, nice folks at home. Yeah, Keith goes by Tigers in the Tadpool. Um, welcome. Thank you for being here, man. Appreciate you, uh, you taking the time to chat about your experience as a father. So why don't you introduce yourself to the fine folks at home? Sure. I'm Keith, a mechanical engineer by training and by work. Um, I've got two kids, uh, two daughters, actually, a three and a seven-year-old, a wife who's also uh, big into the sciences. She's a computer scientist, and we're just living day by day and having lots and lots of screen time all the time. Love it, dude. Yeah, and that's actually going to be a a topic that we talk about a little bit today because um, screen time is something that our generation as parents are experiencing in a little bit different of a of a way than screen time has been in the past. So we'll jump into that. So uh, why don't you tell us about your your wife and your kids? Yeah. So like I said, my wife is a programmer. Mm-hmm. Um, we both graduated from RPI. I've got a master's. She's got a bachelor's. Um, and we are a big Apple household. You know, so uh, two iPhones, four iPads. Um, we've got a couple Alexa devices, you know, we've got three computers. I actually just made a computer for my daughters, um, about two months ago, Nice. some leftover stuff and said, Hey, let's make another computer. Cause they were stealing my wife's computer too often. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of stuff were they doing? Uh, like, like, what did you build the computer for them for? So the main thing they do is. Uh, PBS kids app or the, Di- or not app, but website or yeah. the Disney kids app uh, or website. So that's the thing we do on all of our devices is we look at what they're doing. Um, we review what games they're going to have first. So my daughter, she got big into star Wars over the past two, three months. And she's just like, I want some Star Wars games. So I'm like, okay, I know of some Star Wars games, specifically Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. And I'm like, okay, let's, me and the wife went, oh, let's look through Common Sense Media. I downloaded some games, played with them a little bit. Okay, these two are good for you. She's got, uh, actually, both girls now have Lego Star Wars on their iPads. My three-year-old, she just likes moving the characters around and stuff. My daughter, the, my seven-year-old, she's really playing the game, and she gets stuck in a point. And she's like, "Dad, can you help me?" And we'll do it together. Very um, cool. And Galaxy Hero, she just started today. Oh, um, she just started and, it today. Yes. Oh man. Okay. So, so what's that like for her? I mean, so she's just going through the tutorial. She likes the fight. She likes, you know, playing with these characters that she's seen. I mean, so she's seen. Let's see, we've shown her four, five, and six, and one at this point. And she's starting to watch Clone Wars. Again, Common Sense Media, we went and looked through what they had. They said, okay, generally, here's the ages. And we use that as a basis, and based on our kids, what we think they can handle. You know, so, you know, my daughter, she will get afraid of certain things. She's getting better about that, but, you know, scary things. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we know that, you know... Luke's uh, three, where Luke gets all of his limbs cut off and burned to or not Luke, sorry, Anakin, Anakin gets all yeah. of his limbs cut off and burned to death. Okay, well that one we're gonna keep for later. I mean, that's still I that's still watch one, that a little extreme. I, and yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, it's brutal. Like that's hard. That's hard for me to watch. And I, you know, I'm a diehard Star Wars fan, and 
j- just the emotion behind it, but also just like, oh my god, this guy caught on fire. He's melting. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't. That's not pleasant to watch as an adult. Yes. You know? And she did surprisingly well when Luke got his hand cut off. Um, she's like, oh, okay, and then moved on. Hey, what was um, it so, like when, when he said, I am your father? Did I, she did she react, or was that just kind of like a meh sort of moment? That was a meh. Really? Oh, God, dude. Okay, so that is a that is a legitimate concern of mine when Arya gets old enough that, that we're going to watch Star Wars together because Star Wars is a big part of my life. And that we're going to get to that point. I'm going to look at her and she's not going to react and I'm going to be disappointed. Were you like that? Were you disappointed? Uh, the problem is, is she, I wasn't disappointed because I enjoy Star Wars, but it's not like the thing for me. Okay. You know, I, I enjoy lots of things. Um, I'm a video gamer at heart. So, you know, probably the thing I'm most addicted to is Diablo and I used to be World of Warcraft. Yeah. Uh, uh, and actually, I got into World of Warcraft when Diablo was in a hiatus between two and three. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm mainly a Diablo player. But what do you think about um, these rumors about Diablo Four? By the way, um, I'm super excited because actually, I just started playing with some of my friends playing Diablo uh, three, and so we're going through the seasons and we're having fun with it. But I'm looking forward to something new. Yeah. Me too. I, I like Diablo a lot, um, and I go through the, like these little spurs. Like I like the story a lot too. I think that it's kind of fun and dark, and um, I, I just like a good dungeon crawler when you just need something kind of mindless to do. Um, and uh, but but there's for me, it's like only so much of that I can I can really do over and over again personally. Ah, see, for me, it's with the new seasons and everything. It's always I always like seeing the new sets and how they work Mm. and how how because that's the new thing with seasons you can really get these cool sets and now you've got this super powerful i can run ripshod through things yep and actually my oldest she's getting to the point where she could probably play diablo oh really introduced it to her yet we've got friends um they've got a daughter who's a year older and she's already playing diablo and minecraft and everything like that so i think uh, especially Diablo story for most of it, they're just going to buzz right through. Yeah. They're not really going to get the heartfelt. You need to be in, you know, 10, nine, 10, 11 before you really start getting all those emotions. Yeah. Before you start really putting two and two together about like how story flow and all that works. Exactly. Um, I mean, that's the same, same thing I think with star Wars, this young of an age, you know, oh, it's just hey, it's cool late lightsaber fights and and stuff like that. I mean, the first time we tried showing her four, she made it halfway through and then bailed on it. <laughs> they literally the Millennium Falcon had just taken off. And you're like, God, do you see that? Do you see it's the, just, the impact? Like, it's a freaking Millennium Falcon. <laughs> well, then it's like, oh look, it's gonna get the good part where there's gonna be fighting and everything. And she's like, Oh, I'm bored. Oh God. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's fine. It's and fun. you know that's true again, though. And then she got into it, and she sat through the whole thing, and now she's deep into it. You have to just let them kind of experience it at their own accord, and that—that's what I'm anticipating. Arya is going to look at it and be like, oh, "Okay, this is cool. This is cool," and, and I'm going to be sitting there just kind of being like, "Oh, good." But you see, like Anakin is, becomes Vader, and then this is like a significant thing, and then maybe she doesn't agree at the moment, and then she'll realize it later. And you know, I, I kind of think back. I'm like, you know that. That's similar to maybe how I 
saw it. Um, I'm just kind of romanticizing on the on the thought of my daughter having like a mind blown sort of experience. Uh, and perhaps it's because I didn't, I didn't have that mind blown experience, but I wish I kind of did with something like star Wars and the, the Vader father reveal. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know what? It's, it'll be fun either way because, uh, I, I have a feeling that she'll like it. She already enjoys a lot of the same things that, that I do, you know, and that I have at that age, uh, like, uh, some of the, the Disney movies and like some of that stuff, she's on a similar track. So Fingers crossed. I hope that she likes it. I think it'll be fun. I mean, we've been trying to get my daughter into Harry Potter, and she, <laughs> so far, she's just been not interested. But oh, she's really? gonna, she's gonna give my, so, <laughs> she, we, my wife and her already talked about it. So her Christmas present to my wife is she gets my wife gets to read the first book to her. <laughs> Because so my wife just keeps wanting. Say, you gotta like Harry Potter. And yeah. She's like, okay, mom, you can read it to me for oh my Christmas. Gosh, <laughs> dude, that's really that's really funny. That's more of a. I almost want to say that's like more work for your wife than it is like enjoyable. I don't know, unless she really enjoys reading the books. My wife is actually reading through them for the second or third time the entire series because we're gonna go see the Cursed Child in a few uh, weeks up in New York. And so Deanna's going through and just rereading everything because we're trying to, she's trying to remember. She wants to remember it in the style of the book. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, but like we could just watch the movies because I'm not a huge fan of reading personally, but she loves to read. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I kind of want to just watch the movies and she's not watching any of the movies until she gets through that book. So she just got through the Chamber of Secrets and... I'm sitting here like, come on, we have to watch Prisoner of Azkaban. And she's like, I'm not going to be able to finish it until I get through this. She's at a work conference right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, uh, it's nerve wracking, man. Got to get through it. And that's another, that's another series that I hope Aria likes too, because it's, it's so fun, man. It's a fun universe. See, that's one thing that's different with our family. Um, books are a huge part of our family. So in my office, our office right here, We've got literally one, two, three, four, f- five shelves, uh, si- five bookcases full mm-hmm. of books. I mean, we basically have a library in here. So we have over a thousand kids' books and wow. like a thousand adult books. Holy um, cow. Yeah. And the girls each have their own bookcases in their room with books. Plus, we've got a third bookcase in our sewing room for them to switch books out we read books to them we read two to three books each night to them my daughter's probably currently reading a book instead of going to bed (laughs) (laughs) hey that's okay man i I don't i don't care what anybody says i i really wish that i would have read more as a kid and and embraced that because i I look at, at like what that does for my wife like there's like she's really able to just sit and relax like me i'm not not so much like it's harder for me to sit down and unwind and read a book. I think that there's something good about disconnecting from a lot of things and just sitting down and reading a book, you know, rather than looking at a screen or something even. That was one thing that me and my wife, we were right at the right age when the Harry Potters were coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we literally, you know, the original books. And so we were, you know, we were in our 20s, you know, late twenties, thirties. And so we, 
when a new book would come out, we'd reread the the ones before it. So I think we were to, we were together when five, six, and seven were coming out. Um, and so we would reread one through three or one through four when oh, five man. came out. And yeah. my wife would just pour through them, and she rarely rereads a book. And these, this is one set of books. She reread every time a new book came out. Wow. And she reread them when the movies came out. That's impressive. I mean, yeah. And my, I mean, my wife will reread books, and she she actually has like a quota that she tries to meet every year of like books that she's read. I think she's read over a dozen books or something this mm. this year. Um, and, and that's like, that's really admirable. I, I think that's amazing. Me, I'm still stuck on the book that I started like a year and a half ago that, I, that, that is on like some kind of self-help something or other that I was like inspired to read at that point in my life. Um, but you know, I, I think that it's a, it's an interesting topic and kind of tying it back. You know, I, I want to bring up the, the topic of, of screen time. I think that, um, you know, a lot of people have this thought of, you know, screen time's bad and, and, you know, you should be taking your kid away from that. I think that there's certainly like a healthy medium, but I think that we also have, I think that, that there could also be some good that it brings in, in their, in kids' lives. Um, one of the things that you brought up, uh, earlier on and, and actually be, before we even started the conversation, when we started talking on, uh, Facebook was that, you know, you guys have a number of devices, like your kids have their own iPads and stuff like that. And that, you know, they, uh, and there's a really kind of responsible way that you guys handle like the content, et cetera, that you guys share. So do you mind sharing, I guess, your uh, perspective on uh, the whole screen time uh, scenario? I'm really interested to, to hear your, your thoughts on that. Yeah. So, I mean, for us, the world is going towards screens. You, you can't get away from it. So we're not going to hide screens from them. Sure. And I, I've had friends at work who literally did things like that. And I'm like, you're not preparing them to get into this world because everybody's going to be working on iPads and iPhones and everywhere else and your computer day to day. Yeah. So they need to learn these things. So we, we're not going to hide it from them. And we're going to try and teach them in a way that will help them learn. And so, you know, for any app we put on their computer, uh, iPads or a computer, we first review it ourselves and make it sure it has at least some, um, educational value. It doesn't have to be a lot, but like, you know, we really like the, for, you know, my three-year-old, especially and my seven-year-old starting to grow out of them, you know, the Dr. Pandas and the, um, um, uh, the Toka series. Sure. Cause they, generally are all they have some kind of teaching they're teaching you about the airport but it's a game they're playing the whole time and it's interactive and oh oh here's a you know learn how to count um you know one of the uh one of the dr pandas is you know there's a restaurant okay here's the person's you know checking out and they need five of these and five of these okay so how much money do you need to give them now so they're learning how to count already. Yeah. My three-year-old knows how to count and yep. knows all our letters. And, you know, today while we were in the bath, um, my three-year-old's going, A is, says the little sound, ah, for apple. And she's got, you know, this foamy thing that's got an apple on it. Oh, I so love she's it. 
starting to kind of sort of read already and it's great and a lot of it's because of these screen time yeah that's a really but, good point um and, and how old are your kids again you have three kids two we oh, have two a three-year-old kids. oh three-year-old and a seven-year-old a three-year-old and a seven-year-old my uh, my apologies so the uh so what is the the cadence of like your 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 time that you let the kids stay on it do you, do you kind of differentiate uh, between the seven-year-old and the three-year-old on how much of, of screen time that they have or or what sort of content that they get? Um, content a little bit, you know, so like I didn't put the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes on my younger daughters because it's something that you really need to be able to read to play effectively. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and, you know, I'll we'll, we'll keep some of the... We don't really put violent stuff on there anyway, so that's not yeah. really an issue. So, right, right, right. I mean, unfortunately, the three-year-old's getting a lot more than the seven-year-old did at this time because she's seeing it when when the seven-year-old does. So, you know, she's seen some of the Star Wars already, even though the seven-year-old, we didn't really introduce it till, you know, six, seven year old, years old. Yeah. Uh, just because, oh, she's in the same room while the seven-year-old's watching it. So it, it is what it is. But for us... The iPads are just another toy. And so they're generally out. You know, normally they're up on a shelf that's when they're plugged in, but they'll say, Mommy, can I play with my iPad? Sure, here we go. We get it down and they play with it. But they'll only play it with it for an hour or so before they'll go off and do something else because they get bored. Because, oh, well, we haven't changed the, you know, 30 apps that are on it. And so. Mm. Eventually they go, oh, okay, I've played this one enough and they'll go off and do something else. And there are, you know, times when, you know, either of us are beat or, you know, something else where, yes, they'll get more time. Sometimes they'll get two or three hours on the iPad or something like that. Sure. We but love like the said, iPad that's... for trips. I yeah. mean, for you're driving anywhere long, you know, we're, we're. We're in upstate New York. We'll go to her parents, which are in Connecticut and it'll take us yeah. two hours to get there. But they're not. It's you not don't like need they're a TV just, in the screen. Yeah. They've got their iPad and they've got these apps that educational apps. You yes, know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a, that's a huge difference. Apps. You know, like Hoopa City is an app um, where it's kind of like Minecraft, where you get this world and you've got you combine different, you know, earth and water or this, yeah. you know, money and this, and you make an airport or you make a forest, and so they can make a world. So they're creating as well. So this helps him engage. Um, the other thing we have ton of in the house, we have tons of Legos. Um, we had bunches of Duplos. We finally sold those off. We mm-hmm. have tons of normal Legos. And the girls just go play with them when they want to. They're just sitting on our dining room table. Um, we have Goldie Blocks, again, so they can just go and create. We have a table that's just for art. That's their art table currently a mess you could barely work on it but it gets cleaned up and they just go do art that's awesome you know my my uh youngest she came back from a library program with uh they in the library program it was a book about um like a squash baby and so they got this little squash that they put a face on and a little blanket for and it's a baby well, my youngest didn't want it because the squash had a face, and she didn't like that it had a face. She <laughs> especially doesn't like anything that moves on itself. So Really? That's funny, man. You know, remote control stuff she gets freaked out on. But she gave it to my oldest, and my oldest was like, great. She took it, 
and she made out of like bandanas and string and some clothespins, she made like a hammock for it to sleep in, hanging in her room. <laughs> that is funny, man. So, it's so she's a, always like, it's like her, her pet, her, yeah, like she's adopted. That's funny, man. But for us, it's all about, hey, you're being creative. You're looking at what's around you to build something. That's beautiful, and dude. Games can do the same thing. Yeah. So th- that's the type of games we like is where it's more, you have to use strategy. It's not just watching TV. Right, right. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. I think Ari is at the point where she's almost, she, so, you know, my daughter's a, a year and a half. She's She's getting close to being able to use like like more hand eye coordination sort of stuff. Um so we haven't really I introduced Yeah, and and she's getting good at like if I were to hold out my phone there's like this app where you can pop bubbles. Like so she's yep. she's good at like popping the bubbles and and so she'll get there. She's not quite there yet, but I'm I'm really looking forward to when she can actually sit down and like try some of that other stuff. And and I think that what you brought up earlier is really important. Um, you know, the fact that these kids also like to read, like, it's not like they have to be glued to a screen. And that that's a, that's a big argument. A lot of folks have, and I'm on the, I'm on the side of, you know, I think that you should do what is responsible for your kid. You, you, you're the only one that knows your kid and you, you as a parent, you're the, the responsible party to understand what is, what you, what is good and not for your kid. And the fact that your kids still embrace picking up a book and reading, I think really drives that argument, you know, like, so what, what is that, what is that like for your kids, um, to be able to break away from the screen and, and just pick up a book? It's really, you know, so my youngest doesn't do it as much, Mm -hmm. but she still does, she still does it. But she's mainly looking at the pic- pictures. Sure. My yeah. oldest is just, you know, if she's in the car, she'll pick up a book and read. I mean, I mean, part of it is because we read every night. We read every you night. Built a habit. Them, uh, th- you know, and we read two to three books. Yeah. Um, they see us reading books all the time. We have books in the house. Um, my wife, luckily, my wife is a stay-at-home uh, mom. That was a decision we dis- made early on. Mm-hmm. Um that she was going to stay home with the kids because that's what something she wanted to do. But with that, she can go to the library weekly Yeah, and they get to go pick new books weekly. Um, and so that's another thing that helps them to read because they get new things. Oh, now I'm reading, you know, now I see about a doggy and it doesn't have to be the deepest things. They don't have to pick nonfiction all the time, Yeah, but if they're reading, they're learning. So let them enjoy it. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I figured out, and this is unfortunately much later in life, that I read a whole lot more when it's something I really enjoy. Yes. So that's why I read a lot of science fiction and fantasy is because that's an escape. You yep. know, I love the Harry Potters because it's an escape and you can just sit down and read it and it pulls you into the story and it makes you want to read more versus, you know, oh, I'm reading this you know, biography of some guy. Okay. It's great, but I don't want to turn the page cause I'm not looking forward to what happens next. Yeah. You know what it was for me? Like, cause, cause I agree, man, when I was in high school, I think part of the reason why I didn't really embrace a lot of reading when I was young was because I was forced to read these things that I really just didn't care about. And then mm-hmm. I realized, oh my gosh, they make books about uh, Halo and Warcraft and all these video games I love. And then, you know, also like as I've been getting older, and this is going to be a little geeky, but I, I enjoy like reading about how to 
do financing and like, like how to finance your life and, and do more with your money uh, because that helps me buy more video games. So, it, <laughs> you know, like that sort of that sort of thing, like if if that was more. Uh, applicable to me as a kid, I think I would. It would be completely different. Like uh, when I, uh, w- when my wife and I got married, actually, I I started to uh, get into the Redwall series um, by Brian Jacques, and that is just it's this fun, silly, like almost childlike story of you know these woodland creatures that happen to like live in a castle and they're trying to defend their castle from evil rats and stuff but it's all set in this like medieval time with this lore and everything behind it and that's the sort of stuff that i gravitate to and i couldn't put those books down and that's uh that that's something that parents should you know not not sitting here on a soapbox or nothing but like parents like really think about like what your kids if you if you want your kids to read which is a great activity for kids to do it's like really consider what what draws them in i think that's important man yeah i mean uh, unfortunately, I mean, so my daughter has read some, I want not good books, <laughs> mm. you know, there's some, there's, you know, these books that they put out for kids that are, you know, the fairy princesses or the mermaid this or the mermaid that we still let her read them because, or, and we've read them to her yeah. when she's picked them because yes, they're, Oh, look, it's a hundred books, um, written by different authors, but it's basically the same story every time. But yeah. it's still reading, mm-hmm. and it's something she's interested in. So we're not gonna stop her reading. I mean, yeah. uh, even she's gotten <laughs> with this latest Star Wars obsession. She uh, bought, um, or she got um, was the Star Wars four, five, and six, and Star Wars one, two, three graphic novels. So it's a oh, big wow. book that's a graphic novel of four, five, and six, and one, two, three. Really. Yes, and they're fun, and the it's the same story, but it's a graphic novel, so it's just a different way to observe it and read it. And she went through those for like two weeks. She read them over and over and over again, and we got bored of them. And we eventually said, "Okay, you could read that yourself. I'm <laughs> let's pick something else for us to read tonight." Yeah, but That's she still funny. read them, and she kept going forward, and she that she got deeper into the lore, and she gets deeper into Star Wars. Yeah, but it's like anything else. It's and it's the same with screen time. It's all about observing what your kid's doing and then moderation. If they f- start getting belligerent about no, don't take my iPad away, blah 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 blah, then okay, you're gonna lose some privileges for a while. Yep. You know, for us, if our kid starts really um, acting up in a store or something like that. Okay, we're done. We're even if we didn't get what we That's needed, right. we're going out the door, parking ourselves in the car, and going home. It, it we just it, for us, it's not, it's not a, a solution to to baby them. It's here's the discipline. Yeah, we're going to tell you what's right and wrong, and there's consequences, and yep. we're going to follow through on the consequences. Yeah. I think that's what, you know, what, if I look at my daughter, she, she's really into Sesame street. Like we, uh, not to a point where she obsesses over it. She just really likes like, like, like when it's on in the background and like a song comes on that she likes, she'll point at the screen and then like do the dance that associates with it. Like she likes to like move around and she likes to dance and she likes the music. So we've really embraced that. And she's even started to kind of sing a little bit, which is adorable because her name is Aria, first of all. Um, and that's a musical term, but, but second of all, uh, you know, she's starting to kind of associate 
the activity, like with what it's promoting, um, and then correlated with you know the actual uh, medium in which she's consuming, you know the 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 message. So like that that's really fun to watch, and it's never to the point like you said. I think the key thing is that she's not sitting there belligerent if she doesn't get to watch Sesame Street, but it, it's also a really good catalyst to help you. Uh, approach certain things like hand-eye coordination, like uh, just simply walking and moving around and and doing stuff like that. It's it's really good for her at her age. Absolutely, and it's also a perfect thing for hey, look, they've got lots and lots of Sesame Street books. Yeah, so grab some books that have Sesame Street in them. Go to the local library; you get free books all the time yeah. at your local library. Normally, oh, pretty much any local library. A co- once or twice a year, we'll have um, book sales. Yeah, where you can get you know paperbacks for a quarter and hardbook covers for fifty cents. We've gotten so many books that way because um, we go to these you know either our local library or her old town library. They have these book sales and like oh we like this and we like this, and even if we don't read them for five years, it's still here and it's available for when yep. we do want to read it. That's right. Yeah, and you, I have to. I have to say, I really yeah. like the. I like the Kindle app as well. Ah, um, yeah. Um, so that's one way. You know, I'll get into a book, and sometimes it's like, especially if it's on my Kindle, it's like, well, I'm not going to play that game on my phone right now. I'm going to read the book because I'm deep into the book, and I'm just excited. I want to read the next, you know, the next chapter, and the next whatever. Yeah, that's right. So, um, you know, I think that it's. Uh, it's interesting, especially kind of given your you and your wife and your uh, your craft. You know, you guys are uh, you guys deal with technology on a professional level, um, or at least your wife did before. You know, committing herself to being a stay at home mom. Um, I think that certainly helps influence. And I, I think back to when I was a kid, my dad, um, you know, uh, has always worked in IT. One of the first memories I have from when I was young was playing a, a game on uh, on a computer where I had to go to a command console, type in D-I-N-O, and then hit enter, and it launched some kind of like like dinosaur game in green and black graphics. <laughs> and so, so it's cool to hear how parents can really influence how their kids really adopt some of the things that they adopt. Um, for you, was technology a big part of you and, and how you grew up? Absolutely. So, uh, my family, we had, my dad had a Tandy color computer two. I had a Tandy color computer three. Um, so these are really ancient radio shack from the eighties, uh, computers, you know, they had a cartridge in the side to run them and a cartridge that would go up to five and a quarter floppy drives. Oh boy. (laughs) You know, 360 K of memory on that disc. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> what a beast um so and it's, so my dad was always always into um technology and so we had computers in the house and you know so i'd play missile command on it and play games and then dad teaching me trying to teach me typing and my, i think my dad tried to write a computer program for me at one point um so technology was always a thing and when i was older when i was in you know, high school type, uh, type time. Uh, that was when 
it was still kind of before Amazon and, you know, you could buy most of your stuff online, but they had computer shows. So my dad and I would go to a computer show and that's, you know, it'd just be like this, um, gigantic, uh, convention center. Yep. Full of just computer vendors. Mm-hmm. And I used to go to those go too. To the yeah, and vendors and go, oh, I'm going to get this case and this, you know, motherboard. And, you know, he and I built a computer together. Um, we got into RC cars at one point um, where you actually built your own. And so That's we cool. went into the hobby store. You know, he got a, a car for him. I got a car for me. Um, I think I was, you know, probably 14, 15 or something. And we built them, the cars ourselves that's cool uh and so it was always a thing and it's actually when i got older and moved out of the house he got into deep into woodworking um and he made you know a bunch of stuff for his house and and actually you know just before he died he made some uh furniture for our house up here where we live now that's really cool so so I, I I hear what you're saying. First of all, this resonates with me so much because it reminds me a lot of the time that my dad and I had, you know, when I was younger, we used to go to computer shows and uh, you'd walk in there and just be like tables and tables of these parts and software boxes and, and like it, it was, you don't see that anymore. Like that doesn't happen. Like you, you go to a, a retail store and you buy the thing and that's what you get. Uh, so, so I, that hearing that, uh, was very nostalgic. So I appreciate that. That's great. Um, and, and hearing about sort of the experience that you and your dad had, you know, as you were growing up, what, what sort of elements of that do you try to bring into uh, the time that you spend with your kids? Well, I think that's the key point is what you just said is time is making sure you spend time with them and doing stuff together. You know, so you know, one of the games I just downloaded for my oldest, um, Galaxy Heroes, I downloaded it on my iPad as well. Mm. I made an alliance, and I'm going to put us in our own, you know, little guild. Nice. So we can play together. Um, I was listening to um, a podcast, Ladies of Elite. Um, it's a gaming podcast. And one of the ladies on there was talking about um, she's got a son that's about uh, the same age as my oldest. And she was, she likes to game with uh, him. And so she was just talking about some co-op games that they are playing together. And I wrote them down and I put them in my steam wish list. So that it's games that I can do with her, you know? So it's all about doing stuff with her. You know, when we go bicycling, you know, I'm big uh, over the past, you know, four years, I've gotten big into mountain biking again. Um, and so, you know, on the weekends, she's gotten big onto her two wheeler. Um, she's finally doing a good on her two wheeler bike. Oh, so good. we're biking together now. Um, and so it's again, doing stuff with your kids. That's the important part. Do stuff with your kids, do it together. Be involved um, with it. Be involved. You know, if she's doing a, um, Lego set, one of the things <laughs> we've started doing, we bought, Lego sets for every, for the three-year-old, the seven-year-old and me. And then if it's a rainy day where it's just, we don't have much to do, we'll pull out the Lego set and we all get to do a Lego set. 
that's you cool. know all together on a table and you know each person's working on their own lego set but we can help each other and we're all doing you know a shared activity you know speaking of legos so i actually found a treasure trove of my old star wars legos and it wasn't just star wars it was like indiana jones and like a bunch of other like kind of hodgepodge some of them, you know, don't, aren't quite still put together. You know, you got various pieces. Uh, an anxiety, a piece of anxiety for me has always been like taking apart. First of all, taking apart the Legos that I've already built, and then having like a hodgepodge of Lego pieces in a crate where I can't like find all the pieces that I need. Did you ever experience that level of anxiety, or am I just weird? Um. I have not experienced that level of okay, anxiety. So I'm, I'm really. weird. I'm weird. No, then. no. I think what it is, it's just you spent a lot of time and invested in making this thing. Yes. Oh, God, yes, I have. But it's uh, one of the things that uh, we had in our basement from when we moved my mom up near us was just boxes of my old Legos. I, we don't have any of the books for them, so now they're just a pile of pieces. Yeah. And, and as I've aged, you know, I'm 41 now, you kind of let go of, you know, so one of the sets we built or I built when we were doing the, Hey family making, doing Legos, you know, I built the Yoda, uh, little spaceship, uh, that you can get right. Oh, okay, uh, right yeah. Now. Um, and I said, okay, I'm going to get it for two weeks and then I'm going to give it over to you girls and you can do whatever you want with it. And so it, I just, the Legos for me, uh, I enjoy making them, but I just got to let it go and let them play with it. Oh, and yes, man. they're going to take pieces apart and pieces are going to go everywhere. And, you know, they've got like 30 different Lego friends sets that are all kinds of different mishmash. We've got the books if we want to put them together and sell them great. But at this point, just let them play. I know you're making me anxious, though, man. You're making me so <laughs> anxious. <laughs> well... Our house is similar in that we just let them play, and so our house is not spick and span. We are yeah. not a spick oh, and span house. God, neither are we. Oh, my goodness. I mean, stuff eventually gets overflowing. That's when the whole family, again, goes and cleans up, even the three-year-old. Okay, you know, Carolyn, you got to go. You pick up some stuff and go put them where they go. You know where they go. You know, seven-year-old as well. You know, we'll take an hour or two and clean a room. You know, on a weekend. That's so, great. You know what we started doing with Aria is that it's kind of like you're casting a spell on her. We'll we'll sing that clean up, clean up, everybody. You know, so I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. We start singing that immediately. She stops whatever she's doing and just starts tidying up. Nice. And for for the duration of you like chanting that song, so it's almost like you're <laughs> you're like enchanting <laughs> to like do a thing. It's like a magic trick. I think it's fun. Yes, it's great. I and and to the TV and screen time, again, watching what your kids watch is important. You know, mm -hmm. for us, we're mainly PBS people. Um, so when they were younger, when my daughter was younger, it was Daniel Tiger and Super Y and, um, and, and uh, Blue's Clues, you know, so... We always made sure, one, we were tended to kind of be watching with them and then didn't let it go free form, really. Mm -hmm. So, like, we don't have the YouTube um, 
apps on their iPads and everything. Mm, okay. So, because we don't want to let them just run through YouTube and you get to some stuff that's kind of bad. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's the um, internet, so, man. I mean, if if you want to sit with them and watch with them, great. Then, you know, you can see, oh, well, that's not, let's go on to the next thing. But generally it's for us, for the, I know that's a section we're keeping them out of a little bit. Um, cause you get lots of kids that, oh, I watch YouTube and I watch this streamer and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, Annabeth, our oldest, you know, she's into Goldie blocks. So she'll go and watch Goldie blocks videos and run through all the Goldie blocks videos at some point. And on the, the Disney website and a lot of these apps, they have videos, but again, it's tightly curated versus YouTube kids. That's not. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. That's and, great. And we also, they normally get some TV time every day because normally it's, um, for a while there we were doing treat every night. Uh, we've kind of backed away from that lately, but where they'd watch a show and have a treat. Oh, cool. Um, uh, and then, but, you know, normally, at least during the week, to wake my daughter up and before school, cause she goes to school at seven 30 in the morning and mm-hmm. she's barely moving at the morning. You know, we give her cereal and she gets to watch a show in the morning while she's eating her cereal and breakfast yeah. before she goes to school. Yep. Um, so they're still getting some TV, but again, it's in kind of moderation and it's kind of in the normal, uh, the normal schedule of things. Yeah. I mean, it sounds a lot like how I grew up. I turned out. Okay. Everybody. It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. I mean, I think I turned out all right, but, um, you know, I always like to, to ask dads, um, for a little bit of words of wisdom. You know, if I, uh, we, we talked about this before we recorded, you know, part of my reasoning for doing this show is just to give back to the community of dads out there who may be struggling with fatherhood in some kind of form or regard. And, and if you could give yourself, uh, back, you know, when you first became a father, um, some words of wisdom, what would you impart on yourself? the biggest thing for us has always been find your way of doing things. Cause it's a little different for everybody. Yes. You can get information from outside sources, be it the grandparents or the internet or wherever. Right. But again, use that as just, Oh, here's different ways of people doing things and find out what's works for you and your family and your situation. Cause you're the only one that has that, specific family and family dynamic that's right you know if you work from seven to seven every day then you know you're gonna have to spend more of your time on the weekend playing with your kids you know i'm relatively lucky i get to you know i'm i'm i get to come home five six o'clock and i get to spend an hour or two with my kids before they go to bed yep i'm lucky that way um that's but some dads may not have that so it's or, you know, maybe they get to come home at three because they work, you know, something more like a manufacturing job. And so they get to spend lots of time with their kids and then they can do some more stuff on the weekends that not necessarily with them. So it's find your way of doing things. Spend time with your kids. That's the important part. Just yeah. spend time with them. Yeah. They're, they're not yeah. toys. They're not there to <laughs> not relive toys. you. Yes. Yeah. Um, so true. Uh, I think one of my guests said it. Like, and hopefully they will like some of what you do. And if they don't, that's okay. Yeah. You don't always have to do everything with them. Yeah. 
but let them live their say, life and make their mistakes and and learn you know and they are their own human beings they have their own feelings and all that kind of stuff and so they're not going to really have all of those feelings uh let's see when they're younger those feelings are going to be more intense <laughs> than they were when they're seven or eight when they get older um that's the biggest thing three-year-olds whoo terrible t- terrible twos terrible threes terrible whoo boy the three-nager I can't, dude, I'm telling you, when Arya hits, well, I don't know, the the way that she gets into some of these, my, my, my daughter's got some attitude, so when <laughs> she hits two or three, I mean, even when she turns into a teenager, I'm like, oh my god, this kid is going to be the death of me, it's going to be rough, <laughs> but it'll be the best, because I wouldn't have it any other way, and and I think you said it right, uh, I, I loved how it's like, you know, she's not a toy, uh, one of my guests uh, at one point was like, you know, it's not like you can just set it down and forget about it. It's like, you know, this kid is is a living, breathing thing that you're responsible for raising. So do it responsibly and be involved. And that's a that's a really good way of putting it. Um, I, I appreciate you spending this time uh, kind of sharing your perspective. I think this topic of, of screen time is um, oftentimes a tumultuous one with parents for some reason. And, and I think that, you know, people have to realize that it's all about how you handle it responsibly. And I think it sounds to me like you're doing a really great job of that. And your girls are, are extremely responsible and, and awesome kids. So, so kudos on being a great dad, Keith. I appreciate it. Thank you. And it all comes down to, it's like anything else. It's moderation. Amen, man. That's beautiful. And uh, so, so appreciate everybody listening. Um, again, today's guest is Keith. Keith, appreciate you sharing your story. And uh, what I'll say to everybody listening at home is that if you'd like to chime in on the conversation and, and tell us about how you uh, handle uh, the, the screen time situation with your kids, we'd love to hear your uh, perspective on the topic. Feel free to email the Dad Chronicle Podcast at gmail.com. Um, that is a show, Keith. So uh, would you like to say goodbye to the nice folks at home? Goodbye to the nice folks at home. There we go. We'll see everybody next time. Take care. If you like this show, Check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.